Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. I've been advocating for the United States to digitize or tokenize the dollar for almost a full year at this point. We are finally starting to see some movement on the issue from our elected officials of the Federal Reserve, but they are not doing nearly enough to address the dire situations they will find themselves in. We saw a Democrat stimulus bill include reference to a digital dollar system being leveraged for delivering stimulus checks earlier this year. Ultimately, this section of the bill was removed, but it was a positive development to at least see elected officials considering the possibility. As for the Federal Reserve, there was an IMF press conference this morning where Chairman Powell shared his thoughts on central bank digital currencies. Powell's general perspective appears to be the following. Central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, provide some value. CBDCs will not be a replacement for physical cash, but rather a complement. There are many challenges with implementing a CBDC, including cybersecurity, proof of no counterfeiting, potential monetary policy changes, etc. The Fed has been working on a faster, cheaper payment system, FedNow, but that won't be implemented and operational for a number of years. And the CBDC idea is merely an idea that is being explored right now, and there won't be any work done on it until the Fed fully understands the pros and cons. To be fair to Chairman Powell, we don't have too much information from him to go off of at the moment. With that said, it appears the Fed is intrigued by the idea of a central bank digital currencies, but not taking it nearly as seriously as they should. I laid out the condensed argument for the immediate U.S. action the last time I discussed CBDCs on CNBC. I've included a clip from that in the email. The argument has two key elements, accessibility and monetary policy competition. Let's tackle accessibility first. We know that China has been working on a digital currency for a number of years now. They are actively piloting the technology within certain cities and geographic regions within their country. The early reports are suggesting that people are adopting the digital currency and more than willing to use it as a replacement for the legacy system. This is important to keep an eye on because if China is able to digitize their currency before the United States, the renminbi will be accessible to people around the world more than the U.S. dollar. Here's an example that I used to show this. Imagine if you were in a country like Venezuela where the national currency has failed due to hyperinflation. You know you need to get out of Boliviars, and you definitely desire to hold U.S. dollars. The dollar is deemed safe, but the problem is that it's hard to acquire these dollars. The black market can be marked up hundreds of percent and is physically dangerous to interact with. Your bank and government have put significant capital controls in place, but you have to worry about the bank confiscating your dollars if you leave them in your account. So you begin to look for alternative currencies to hold. Gold is an option, but it is also hard to acquire and difficult to transport, especially if you need to leave quickly. So what are your options? You essentially are going to turn to the internet and ask yourself, what currency can I get my wealth into that only requires an internet connection? The answer today is Bitcoin. The problem with Bitcoin for short-term holders is that it is highly volatile. There are not many people that like the idea of putting their life savings into something that could be up or down 20% in a matter of days. But if you're optimizing for security, Bitcoin is a great option. That is until a nation state gets their currency fully digitized. So now you are in a situation where you can buy digital renminbi, but you can't buy U.S. dollars. Of course, the renminbi is going to be more attractive for short-term use than the non-existent digital dollar. This difference is in accessibility may not sound like a big deal right now, but if China has a two to three year head start on the U.S., it is possible that the U.S. dollar's reserve status comes under immense pressure as renminbi gains adoption. This is the Chinese government's dream scenario, and the U.S. is playing right into it. But before we all start to believe that the world is ending and China will be the sole superpower, there is a big catch to this entire theory. The monetary policy competition. I personally believe that every fiat currency in the world will ultimately be digitized or tokenized. There may be slight differences in the technology stack that each nation state uses, but each currency will end up being leveraged via digital wallets and have similar functionality. When you get feature parity on the technology competition, the only thing left for nation states to compete on is the monetary policy. The issue with this for nation states is that they all operate fiat currencies. The central bank can only manipulate interest rates or expand and contract the money supply. 
They don't have other levers to pull nor aspects to compete on. The differences between each nation state fiat currency is just too small to ultimately matter when facing Bitcoin. People are going to be facing a choice. Every currency in the world, both CBDCs and non-government currencies will be digitized. The average citizen will have access to anything they want. Rather than choosing between the lesser of two evils with fiat currencies, they will ultimately choose Bitcoin. The fiat currencies are unlimited in supply, controlled by human decision-making, they lack transparency, and they drastically increase government surveillance capabilities, and they provide an incredible amount of cybersecurity risk. Bitcoin is artificially capped in supply. It boasts a programmatic monetary supply, has full transparency, decreases government surveillance capabilities, and is the most secure computing network in the world. The choice that will be made by the digitally native generation is so obvious. People are going to choose the digitally native currency rather than the fiat currency that is merely lipstick on a pig. You can see this difference playing out in various central banker comments around the world. They continue to say that CBDCs will be complements to physical cash rather than replacements. The central banks are being forced into the innovator's dilemma. They can't replace the existing system because that would require them to relinquish their power and control. Instead, they will ride the legacy system for as long as possible, but ultimately it will fail and be replaced by the superior Bitcoin system. This entire transition scares the hell out of me and everyone else I know. It is littered with unknown scenarios and will put governments around the world in difficult positions. Whether we like it or not, though, every currency is going to be digitized and the monetary policy competition is going to be insane. This is not a question of if, but rather when. My suggestion is to start reading up on this stuff. You need to be educated on what is starting to happen. It will likely be the largest shift to global macro markets over the coming decade. It will force central bankers to make wild changes to policy in an attempt to avoid falling behind. They will ultimately be unsuccessful, but they will definitely have an impact across your portfolio in the meantime. My friend Raul Paul had a great Twitter thread on these CBDCs over the weekend, and I've linked to it in the email. I'll be writing more about them in the coming weeks as well. We are living through extraordinary times. Your best defense is to educate yourself and remember that no one is going to look out for you like you look out for yourself. I hope your week is off to a fast start and we'll talk tomorrow.